correspondent Mola Lenghi is in Mesa. Right now, the major testing issue here in the state of Arizona is getting people those test results back quickly. We're being told that it's just not happening fast enough, not enough to make an actual difference. This, of course, as hospitals continue to see a crush of patients and the virus continues to spread. President Trump is cheering news about a vaccine. A final round of testing is set to get underway in the U.S. this month. Moderna has published results from phase one. CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus. What it showed is that all of the doses there has been a, a good immune response, an immune response that mimics being exposed to the virus. And I think that's what we hope for with a vaccine. Dow futures are up. 558 on the news. There's new evidence face masks stop the spread of the coronavirus. A report published by the CDC documents a salon in Springfield, Greene County, Missouri, where two stylists were sick and didn't know it. A policy at Great Clips requires workers and customers to cover their mouths and noses. Contact tracing shows it spared 139 from being infected. A University of Washington study finds another global worry is threatening our future falling birth rates. Correspondent Vicki Barker. The researchers say global population will likely peak at 9.7 billion around the year 2064, then fall to 8.8 .8 billion by the end of the century. And though fewer people can mean less stress on our environment, it also translates into societies where the old outnumber the young so drastically there could be a crisis in caring for them. In an exclusive interview with CBS News, President Trump defends supporters who display the Confederate flag. Correspondent Catherine Herridge asked him about the incident at the center of Black Lives Matter protests. You said George Floyd's death was a terrible thing. Terrible. Why are African Americans still dying at the hands of law enforcement in this country? And so are white people. So are white people. What a terrible question to ask. So are white people. More white people, by the way. More white people. Mary Trump out and about pushing her new book about her uncle, the president. She tells ABC. He's utterly incapable of leading this country. And it's dangerous to allow him to do so. This is CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. Introducing Peacock, the new free streaming service from NBC Universal. It's hit movies, current shows, and live sports. Go! News clips, trending bits, and timeless hits. Kim and Courtney, Seth and Jimmy, Hoda, Savannah, Fiona, and Shrek. I'm an ogre! It's the best of streaming and the best of TV. And that's why you can't not watch. Peacock. Watch for free. Upgrade for more. Stream now at PeacockTV.com. These titles plus the English Premier League and Lone Order SVU streaming now. Content availability may vary over time. Some content requires pit upgrade. As you get back to business, small things can make a big difference. Like marking safe distances with floor tape and posting reminders to wash hands. As always, Granger is here to help. Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. Free access to product specialists, 24-7 support, safety recovery guides, and more. It's part of our commitment to help you adapt and recover in these challenging times. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Officials in a Jersey Shore town are on the defense over claims they've destroyed sand dunes. The city of North Wildwood, New Jersey, acknowledges that it built a seawall without a state permit, but only after years of requests for storm protection were ignored by state and federal authorities. The mayor, Patrick Rosanello, a Republican, implied that his city is being punished by Democratic Governor Phil Murphy's administration after the mayor criticized the pace of the governor's reopening of the shore's economy amid the coronavirus. 
The state attorney general's office has declined comment. Bill Rakoff, CBS News. All eyes will be on NASCAR's all-star race tonight. 30,000 fans will be allowed in the stands at Bristol Motor Speedway. That's the largest crowd in the country since the pandemic brought organized sports to a screeching halt. There's $1 million on the line for tonight's winner. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I started Balance of Nature, I think, the beginning of this year, and I just had my six-month follow-up on my blood work. Oh, my gosh. When the doctor's office called me, they were so impressed with the changes in my levels. It's hard to get a doctor excited, but when my doctor saw the blood work, she was excited. So I got to credit the fruits and veggies, you know, balance of nature, and considering what I've seen in the blood work, it's well worth the cost. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code FRUITS. During this unprecedented time of dining room closures, please visit Larry's Doghouse drive-through. Online ordering, delivery, and carry-out with curb service. We will even bring it out to you at Larry's Doghouse. Larry's Doghouse would like to thank our community for patronizing our restaurant for delicious, great-tasting food, fountain soda, and deliciously decadent shakes. And don't forget about Weenie Wednesday, open 10.30 a.m. through 10 o'clock p.m. Call 740-592-3819 or order online at larrysdoghouse.com. Larry's Doghouse, 410 West Union Street, Athens. So it turns out many people don't know that CME Hardware in Athens sells major appliances. Everything from refrigerators to washers and dryers, all delivered for free. Plus, they're delivered by the CME staff, not a third party out of Columbus. CME will haul away the old appliances for free. Some places charge as much as $30. If you want to pick it up, you can do that too. We have over 100 appliances in stock. When you want Kitchen Appliance thinks CME Hardware first. In association with Gruiser Realty and Building, Larry Conrath, he sells real estate. Larry Conrath, he sells real estate. Larry Conrath, he sells real estate. 5913015. What was that number again? I said 5913015. If you see news happening, call 740-205-8615. That's 740-205-8615. It could win you $50 in gift certificates from Air Clause, the Athens Area Chamber of Commerce, and the station that's first with news in Southeast Ohio, 970-WATH.
at Siemens Grocery where you can do a week's shopping in 15 minutes. Get you in, get you out. That's why Siemens pays attention to how they organize their products. Everything you need for that weekend cookout or that quick dinner is close at hand. Siemens may not be the size of those big box stores, but that's a virtue. You won't be walking around searching for your groceries. Go in, find what you need, and get back to the grill while the fire's hot. Siemens Grocery, 305 West Union Street, Athens. In our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. Athens. Good morning, folks. Welcome. It's the party line every day at 9. Well, 9.09. We've got 72 degrees outside. They say it's going to go up to 93, 94 even is, is possible. Mercy. and tomorrow it's worse. They're saying a heat index uh, tomorrow, Thursday, of uh, nearly 100 degrees. All right. Well, whatever it is, it is. And we'll get through this as well as COVID and everything else. Um, weirdest thing happened, Scott. Um, had a normal day yesterday, normal night, that sort of thing. Good meal. Um, you know, watched some TV and, uh, answered emails and things like that. Went to bed, right? Mm -hmm. Everything perfectly normal. Mm -hmm. Wake up this morning and my elbow, my right elbow is killing me. Uh Uh-oh. Now, where'd that come from? Um, maybe sleeping... I sideways on it, maybe having a dream where you were playing tennis and now you have <laughs> tennis elbow. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> maybe you pitched nine I, innings. I've done for you the know, copperheads. I, no, nothing. Uh, Just yeah. something. And if I turn in a certain direction, man, it really hurts. Mm. Anyway, um, it's, it's funny how those things creep up on us the older we get. Well, aren't I, they? You know, I've. <clears throat> You know, I hear this expression, the older we get, and that sort of thing. And um, You know, I feel blessed or fortunate or something that, uh, you know, at 70, I haven't had too many of those sort of uh, pains or uh, things I needed to use as an excuse. Yeah, the a- age. aches and pains. Yeah. yeah, you are blessed, but, indeed. But um, maybe... <laughs> Maybe it's starting. Oh, uh, well. I don't know. I, <clears throat> I've heard lots of people say that they've just been sitting somewhere in a chair and get up, and all of a sudden they feel something, a muscle they may not have used for 30 years, and all of a sudden uh, the ache starts, and they're like, my goodness, where did that come from? Well. But uh, just to re- I guess it's our human body's reminder that you know, we are just that, human. Uh, I, I think that's probably a good thing. Yeah, um, that is. Being human, that is. Yep, it's Mother Nature's way of saying, you know what, I'm still in control here. 
Good morning, folks. Welcome. It's a Wednesday. Uh, today is the 15th day of um, uh, July, and of course the year is 2020. Um, let's see here. All those statistic things. This is the 197th day. There are now 100, 169 days remaining. The highlight in history that Associated Press has picked out for today, July 15th, 1799. French soldiers in Egypt discovered the Rosetta Stone, which proved instrumental in deciphering ancient Egyptian uh, hieroglyphs. Hieroglyphs, yes. Yes. That's, that's right. Writings, paintings yeah. on caves, walls. Well, it's just suddenly, if I were talking about it, the word hieroglyphs would have come out of my mouth smoothly. Mm. They're like hieroglyphics. Yes. yes, but seeing it in print made me stumble. Kind of throws you for a loop when yeah. you see it that way. You're like, oh, wait a minute, I know what that word is. Yeah. Anyway, so... Um, Probably caused everybody to lose focus on the point of the uh, the highlight. But anyway, um, so be it. Uh, what else do we have here? We have, of course, on any date, so many things. For example, um, In 1834, on this very date, the Spanish Inquisition was abolished more than three and a half centuries after its creation. Centuries is a hundred years, so three and a half, that's 350 years after its creation. That's, that's significant. In 1870, Georgia, the state of Georgia, became the last Confederate state to be readmitted to the Union. By the way, on the same toba, uh, same toba, mercy, it's funny. I, you'd have to be here to understand this. Anyway, <laughs> uh, on the same date, Manitoba entered confederation as the fifth Canadian province. Uh, well, let's see here. If I'm not mistaken, I think there are 15 provinces in Canada. You know, I've now. lost track over the years. I used to know that stuff, and I like Canada. Um, but I'm just not, um, I just don't remember. Google it. That's, you're so good at that. All right, we'll let's, take a look here. Let's see what we've got. In the meantime, let's go on with a couple other points here. So let's do some birthdays. Patrick Wayne, the actor, 81 today. Um, Linda Ronstadt, 74. Um, ba -bum, ba -bum. Terry O'Quinn, the actor, 68. Kim Alexis, actress, well, 
really she's a model, but she's 60. Not too bad to look at. Um, Actor-director Forrest Whitaker, 59. For some reason, I thought he was older than that. Anyway, uh, actress Sherry Headley, 57. Bridget Nielsen, 57. I can hear you chuckling. What are you laughing at? Uh, right that, that wasn't me. Oh. That was somebody next door or outside the door. Wow. <laughs> and the bell went off. Yeah. The light bulb went on, too. The bell and the light bulb when you get an idea or a thought. Oh, 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 oh. Now I see where you're going. <laughs> okay, let me get back into my list here. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Um, boy, there's just a ton of names here, but none that are familiar to me. Really. Well, I guess we'll we'll uh, stop with the uh, youngest. And uh, you know that TV show Young Sheldon? Yeah, I've never watched it, but I've... I, I haven't in... I, I've watched parts of it. Um, it doesn't hold a ton of interest for me. But anyway, Ian Armitage plays the part of Young Sheldon. And he is 12 today. He's been in some other shows, too. Amazing to have a acting career at 12 years of age. Mm -hmm. Well, today is National <clears throat> Give Something Away Day. Did you see that earlier? I did. Um... Give something away. It made me think of the, the white elephant gift exchange at Christmas. I don't know why. It's just, you, I don't know if you've ever done that or did not. Did we do this? We we did it several years, but I don't think we did it last Christmas. You were at the station. I but, don't um, think we did. Anyway. Um, why is it called that anyway? White elephant? Yeah. Well, if you owned one, wouldn't you want to give it away? Well, not if I became attached to it, no. <laughs> it would be my white elephant. Okay. Well, um, National <laughs> Give Something Away Day. It's also National Pet Fire Safety Day. Yeah, keep those matches away from your pets. Don't let them play with them. Oh, mercy. Um, it's National Gummy Worm Day. Okay. It's National I Love Horses Day. That's a good one. And National Tapioca Pudding Day. Okay. Do you like tapioca? Um, it's not one of my favorites. It is, I swear, I want to throw up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> no, no, I don't mean this moment, but yeah, I mean I <laughs> the, the texture, that combination of sort of a pudding with then little solid pieces in yeah. it. Um, my mom would make tapioca, and my dad loved it. 
I just couldn't deal with it. And uh, there weren't too many things like that that my mom made, but... I think I'm the same way with the texture. Yeah. Now, if it's a crunchy Nestle Crunch bar, now that's a different story. I could handle that. We've got a caller. Good morning. Good morning. I remember your conversation <laughs> within last week about watching Dancing with the Stars might be something you'd be interested in. And if you've been listening to CBS News yesterday and the day before and today, they've been talking about changing the lead in, the, I mean, the, the MCs of Dancing the with the Stars. Yeah. And now Tanya, Tana Banks, or whatever her name is, I, uh, to be honest, replace the guy that's been there for a long time. I have only seen this show maybe once or twice, and well, that's they, over the years. Uh, I know that various communities will have a Dancing with the Stars, which in Athens has had it several years now, and I think that's kind of fun. Um, although I've not attended that either. Um, now there's a show on called So You Think You Can Dance. I think it is. Yeah, was on last night. As a matter of fact, that one is pretty amazing to me. Uh, these are, I'm going to say, professional dancers or dance groups that compete, kind of like all these other competition shows for entertainment. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, the Voice, America's Got yeah, Talent, yeah, all of that stuff. Yeah, but this is for dancers. But, um, yeah, I, I heard CBS mention that two of the um, people associated with that show were going to be replaced this morning. Tom Bergeron and Aaron Gray? Neither one do I know. Anyway. So your chance to watch it again with the Banks lady coming on, you, you might. They said they needed to do a change in it, but they're, they're also mad at, what is his name? Bergeron or something. I can't, I can't help. He was upset yeah. that, or at least he said something publicly that they shouldn't have put the president's uh, former press secretary on. He was a little disappointed in that. But I think that guy was funny, especially when it was uh, copied by that comedian lady that that uh, on Saturday Night Live and stuff like that. Okay. It, was, it was hilarious. Well, anyway. Who is that one gal that she plays the part of a lot of men as well as women, and she has uh, super short blonde hair, personally, but she's she often plays um, males, like oh, no. imp her impersonating various important uh, or well-known people. On Saturday Night Live, I'm talking about. I don't know. But she She's really quite talented. Oh, well. Well, you watch it this year. It's going to be all hyped up just like, I can't believe. It must be a CBS show, the way they were talked about it so many times yesterday, or the news must be light. But did you know that the governor's news conference yesterday yes. was canceled and going to be on tonight at 5, 5.30 or something like that? That's right. Yeah, that's going to be something. He's going to tell us, we're not doing our thing. I'm going to have to shut you down, folks. Well, I really think he should have kept the uh, 2 o'clock thing going. Um, right. You know, it was uh, every day except for Sunday for a long, for quite a while, and then they went down to dropping Saturday, and then they eventually got down to three days a week, and then to two, 
and then sort of just as needed this this stuff's important right and also Athens putting in the mask the city council doing their responsible duty putting in the mask yep. ban or, I mean requirement is probably very important I assume if you go out and walk your dogs you're at least six feet away from other people so you don't have to wear it then or if you're out exercising running around the neighborhood but um, I know but if you go toward a store or toward a business or or medical appointments you're going to have to be or anything that enclosed in the city of government you'll have to be wearing a mask as I understand it there's a hundred dollar fine right so um, and if you don't pay it then it's subject to worse stuff oh well okay Thank you. One, one way the police could do goodwill is when they go around and see people not wearing a mask, they should offer them one. Say, hey, I want to warn you, this is a warning. Uh, you got to be wearing this when you're out doing this close conversation or whatever you're doing. That's have, I have noticed just in the last week and a half, everywhere you go, there are baskets full of masks for sale, and now you have all the disinfectants and all the... Uh, hand sanitizers, it's now finally highly available, many choices. Um, and I, you know, why did it take so long? Well, anyway, it, it's here now, and we're grateful. Well, at the beginning, they thought masks really didn't do much good. And then all of a sudden, they about faced on that. So. But, but you know what I'm talking about. You couldn't, get, you couldn't find hand sanitizer disinfectants, anything. Yeah. Um, and, hey, Paul Holden's doing a bang-up good job on giving us the news at on a half hour in the morning. How about that? I really think he must have been doing that up in Chicago. He does it so well. Um, I, I can't answer. I don't know what he was doing up there. Yeah, but he, I know that, uh, either Bayette's on vacation or sick or something, but he all of a sudden didn't appear on Sunday. And, and Scott stuck, went in there and did the best he could. Nope. Yeah. Um, thanks, Scott. Yes. Uh, yes, sir. Thank you. Okay. Bob, Bob's got an injury. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, he'll be back when he feels better. Uh, we don't know. Or recuperate. Okay. Okay. Well, we're glad to get Paul back. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Um, okay. Uh, July 15th, National Give Something Away Day. Uh, what about historical events? Well, I had a feeling you. Had well, I was going to ask. I just thought of that lady's name on Saturday Night Live. Was it, is it Amy Poehler? I don't that, know. That plays I truly it. don't know. And she's got blondish, short blonde hair too. And um, well, I'm speaking of uh, the cast on Saturday Night Live. If you have a picture, I can tell you. Uh, no. Wait a minute. No. Uh, she's she's not a regular anymore. She was years ago, um, but um, she, she's a, a well-known actress now. It wouldn't be Anna Gasteyer, would it? How, let me get, I see. don't have the names. I just know what they look like. Okay, she was good at it. <laughs> no, this is not a past tense. This is a current <clears throat> Saturday Night Live. Oh, current. Person. Okay. But she plays uh, all sorts of different parts. And often plays the part of a male um, in, in, like, imitating some governmental <laughs> official. 
uh, and does it rather well. Yeah. I, I well, like... When you get a picture, let me know. Okay. Okay, let's see here. I think um, I know who you're talking about, but uh, I've seen her do a few uh, impersonations. She is really good. Um, in 1099, the year 1099, the city of Jerusalem is captured and plundered by Christian forces during the First Crusade. On this date, In 1381, John Ball, a leader in the Peasants' Revolt, is hung, drawn, and quartered in the presence of Richard II of England. Okay, now I've heard this expression, drawn and quartered. Is that what I think it is? Drawn in... Drawn and quartered. C-O-R? No. Q-U-A-R, like a quartered. Oh, quartered. Okay. It, are, are they really meaning they, they divide the body into four parts? Um, As a, 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 you know, first of all, he was hung, so he's dead. Now they cut him into pieces. Let's see. Here it is. To be hanged, drawn, and quartered was a punishment in England used for men found guilty of high treason. The full punishment was made up of the following. The victim was ugh, dragged, usually by a horse, on a wooden frame to the place where he was to be publicly put to death. Just how literal is the quartered part? Oh. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, I just read some more. Sorry. Um, the convicted traitor was fastened to a hurdle or wooden panel drawn by a horse to the place of execution where he was then hanged almost to the point of death, emasculated, disemboweled, beheaded, and quartered. And it goes on to say chopped into four pieces. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I, I just... I knew it had to be something awful. Yeah. And it is. What else do we have here? In the year 1799, the Rosetta Stone is found in the Egyptian village of Rosetta by a French captain during Napoleon's Egyptian campaign. Um, ba -bum, ba -bum, ba -bum, ba -bum. Okay. Now I've got some pictures of some people. Now help me through this. All right. Ariana Huffington. Um, uh, uh, she's enjoying her 70th birthday today. Ariana Huffington. I assume an actress. She is a Greek-American author, syndicated columnist, and businesswoman. She is the co-founder of the Huffington Post. Oh, I okay. wondered about that. Okay. Yeah. Let's take a pause here. We have a caller. Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. You're trying to thank a Kate McKinnon, I believe. Yep, that's it. That's it. She is. She's been the best one on there for many years. 
I can go back to Gil Radner, basically. This girl is so talented. So, but anyway, yeah. I'd have got there sooner. Sorry to interrupt what you were doing. Oh. I don't know if anybody else is experiencing this. I have no phone service today on uh, mobile. No mobile phone service. Yeah, so I just wonder if anybody else uh, live out in the Fisher Road area. Let me just ask, are we talking about... Uh, AT&T. What? Okay. So yeah. you're on a cell phone right now? You have No, no, I'm on a landline. You're on a landline, yeah. okay. That's why I keep a landline. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the tower is only six miles from me, up higher. I don't know. I, I don't understand it. But oh anyway, I just, uh, I've tried to call several times. I'm still looking at it, and there are... N- Nothing. Mm. I mean, I can use the phone, but I do not have any phone service. Understood. Okay. Thanks. Have a good day. Well, um, thank you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Have you called AT and T? No, I I have it. I just out walking the dog and grabbed the phone to call you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm having trouble with my phone anyway, so I'm thinking it might be that. But yeah, there's no reason I do not have service. The phone freezes on me all the time, but I'm able to get on Facebook and everything, so it's not just the phone. So. Okay, thanks, Thank guys. You. you bet. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you. So what was the uh, Kate McKinnon? Or Kate McKinnon, yeah, here's a okay. picture. Uh, bend it up a little bit. Yes, that's that's yeah. who I'm talking that's about. That's who I thought it was as well. Okay. Now, uh, here's another picture. Jocelyn Bell Burnell. Celebrating a 77th birthday. And if this picture is current, there's no way she can be 77. Jocelyn Bell Burnell Burnell is an astrophysicist from Northern Ireland who, as a postgraduate student, co-discovered the first radio pulsars in 1967. Hmm. She was credited with one of the most significant scientific achievements of the 20th century. Well, take a look. See this picture? Mm-hmm. She's yeah, 77. That's, that's got to be... That's an earlier picture. An earlier Yeah, picture. she has a more current one up here. Okay. Now, let's see. Uh, these are people all celebrating birthdays today. Rembrandt! <clears throat> think he's gone but uh, he was born on this date in 1606 the painter right yes very famous uh, famous Dutch painter now here's another one I don't um, I'm probably going to embarrass myself for not knowing Emmeline Pankhurst born on this date in 1858 died in 1928 Emmeline Pankhurst. Emmeline Pankhurst was a British political activist. She is best remembered for organizing the UK suffragette movement and helping women win the right to vote. Well, that's pretty important. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see here. We've got uh, two famous deaths to talk about. One is Ponce de Leon, who died on this date in 1521. The other one is Anton Chekhov, 1904. Now, Chekhov, was he science? 
Um, I'm going to say he had something to do with the entertainment inter- uh, industry. Let's Ooh, see. Here. I'd be way off then. Uh, so oh, here we go. C H E K H O V. A Russian playwright and short story writer. Man, you're on it today. <laughs> way better than me. He uh, produced four classics, and his best short stories are held in high esteem by writers and critics. He wrote uh, The Chameleon. Short stories, Fat and Thin, The Bet, Misery, and books he wrote were The Lady with the Dog, Stories of Anton Chekhov. Okay. Um, folks, um, let's, let's move along topically here. Um, I had a printer problem this morning and was unable to bring in my statistical report of COVID or coronavirus. Well, I suppose I could say you could fetch my computer for me. Yeah, you could get it there. Uh, I'll be glad to. um, There's two things plugged in. Just unplug it. It won't hurt it at all. Um, But um, let's see here. I guess while we're waiting, we could do this. Quality. You hear that word a lot in commercials, but there's one business in town whose quality and prices are unsurpassed. I'm talking about Minuteman Press on Washington Street, right next door to the Donkey Cafe. Uptown. You see, Minuteman Press is a hybrid. First, it's a full-service sheet-fed press where they can create great art to meet your needs that the other places are simply unable to do. And they're also a complete copy shop as well. Minuteman Press on Washington between Court and Congress. 593-7393. That's 593-7393. You know, we have a lot of printing needs, and they do some great work for us. At Century National Bank, we believe strong communities are built with local volunteers, donations, and leadership. Last year, we supported 301 local organizations and donated more than $393,000 to our local communities. Our bankers care about helping our entire community thrive and prosper. Century National Bank is committed to investing money locally and doing everything in our power to support the people and groups in our neighborhoods. Century National Bank, Division of the Park National Bank, member FDIC, centurynationalbank.com. All right, let me turn on my mic here. There we go. <clears throat> okay, so now I have our statistical report that I've been keeping for months. And I do it day by day. And I update world, United States, Ohio, and then, of course, Athens. All right. Now, something doesn't look right here. Well, anyway, I'll do it to the best of my ability, and I will double-check everything uh, tonight and try to clean it up. Uh, Sometimes um, the state is slow in uploading information, and then, well, anyway. Um, So here we go. In terms of the world, um, you know, there's 7.8 billion people that live in this planet. Um, As of yesterday, there were 13 million 
113,181 cases. Now, when you consider that against the world's population, that is less, it's, it's, it's 15 one-hundredths of a percent. I'm trying to keep this real, folks. I think it's, I'm not saying we need to be uh, relaxed. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm saying, yes, it's a serious thing because the next figure is how many deaths. And there's been uh, a half a million deaths. To be exact, 573,288 deaths worldwide. So of those that have gotten it worldwide, 4.37% have passed. As of yesterday, 55% of the cases that have been discovered are now considered recovered. 55.4% have recovered. Now, that's the world. Let's talk about the United States. Uh, Of course, we have 327 million people living here. Um, I had a phone light flashing a moment ago. Oh, well. If that starts flashing again, let me know, would you? Okay. Okay. So, uh, 327 million people in the U.S. As of yesterday, there were 3,428,462 cases. So, that's 1.05%. Right? Thus far, out of that group, there have been 137,613 deaths. That's 4% of who got it. Uh, The recovery figure... Oops, my machine's doing something I don't understand here. Here we go. There. Okay. The recovery figure, 999,968. So almost 1 million have recovered. That's 29%. Ohio, O-H. Ohio. I'll turn your mic on. O-H. Ohio. That's better. (laughs) Okay, we have 11,690,000 Ohioans. Um, As of a couple days ago, we had something like 800,000 who had been tested. By the way, I decided to get a test. I did not qualify. You go to 
this website and it says, do you have a temperature? Do you have coughing? Do you have, you know, and then they ask a lot of things, right? I didn't yes. have any of that. <clears throat> and I answered everything truthfully. And they said, I'm sorry, you, you know, you don't fall into a category that doesn't qualify. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, pleased. Sure. Yep. Did you have any of the symptoms? No. Um, Now I'm concerned about my wife's health. And so I thought, you know, if I couldn't understand my own it would be helpful to her sure do you do you uh recall how many questions there were i mean how many oh it's like ten, areas 10 10 it wasn't you know pages mm-hmm. it was pretty simple so it wouldn't take that long if people wanted to check it out okay i was at um let me uh, let me just tell this story i'm not okay so i was at cvs to pick up a prescription mm-hmm and they have drive-through lanes too. Uh, one of the drive-through lanes is dedicated now to testing. And I watched, and um, you know that one of the pharmaceutical aides there had been trained in using their communication system with that closer lane to the window. She would say, okay, now, you take this, now undo the cap and bring out the swab. And then she'd, you know, say, now stick it up your nostril and move it around and so on and so forth. I'm not doing this perfectly, but uh, I'm also not trying to be graphic. But from what I observed, um, I had heard the earlier tests were a lot more annoying. Yeah, a little more invasive. Like they stuck the swab a lot farther up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, then the then you the person put it back into its sanitary container, and then in a day or two you had the results on uh, via offline. I'm sorry, online through the internet. There we go. Got it out. So, but, uh, of course, I believe Oblenis, Holzer, you know, as I said, the pharmacies, um, there are a variety of ways now. And they really want more people to get tested. So maybe at some point they'll say, anyone, you don't have to have this condition or that condition to qualify. Because, you know, as we've heard, you know, some people don't display uh, symptoms. A lot of folks are are not displaying symptoms. Well, you know, that's part of the point is that. Exactly. From the earliest days, uh, they said people had had it. Maybe they were uncomfortable for a day or two or just didn't feel tip top, but are past it now. Yeah, recovered and didn't even know it. Okay, now we have this whole new burning question is, can you get it again? And initially they had said no. Once you've done it, you're done. But now there seems to be some rising question about that. Mm-hmm. 
which would be scary again. Yep. Okay, so Need back that to vaccine. Back to Ohio. We got off track there for a moment, but good stuff. Okay, so in Ohio, 67,995 cases as of yesterday. That is one half of 1% of the population. Now, 223, I'm sorry, 2,000. 223 uh, of the active cases require ICU, intensive care. 6,826 are in regular hospital settings, not in the ICU. You have 9,595 people recovering at home. And of the 67,000 that have had it, it's believed that 46,282 are cured and at home or going about their daily lives. Yep. Um, One figure I skipped was the death rate. We've had 3,069 die in Ohio as of yesterday. That's 4.5% of those that con- contracted the disease. Contracted? Contacted? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Contracted. Contracted. Okay, here in Ohio, I'm sorry, here in Athens, okay, I believe this is correct. As of yesterday, there were 201 cases. 146 were active, 54 have been recovered, and of course, early on, the only death. Now, um, if we were like the rest of the state, you've heard me say this before, statistically speaking. What have I done here, Palmer? Just a minute. There it goes. If we were like the rest of the state, we should have right now 387 cases, but we have 201. But there's no doubt Athens has had a a jump, a spike. Oh, yeah. Just in the last week, daily. Yeah. Not too long ago, we were at, what, 28? Yeah. Near 30? Something like that? Something like that, yeah. Okay, so enough of that. Those are the numbers, and we'll try to keep those, uh, what am I trying to say, um, in front of you so that they tell a story, I think. Yep, keep them current, see where we are. And, uh, you know, if anything else, it probably, I would think, would emphasize, even though it's an ordinance now, emphasize the need for mask wearing. Well, the city has, did we say this already? The city council, at the recommendation of the mayor and other parties and the county health department and so on. Yes, we did. um, Voted last night 
Monday night. Monday night, excuse me. But it was signed yesterday, I mm-hmm. understand, by right. the mayor, that you must wear masks. Now, they're, I mean, you know, how can you eat with a mask on? You can't. Um, but some of the businesses have... Um, that have reopened or are having second thoughts and have already reclosed. Um, some of the places that had was doing a takeout only and then reopened with uh, spacing and all have reversed and gone back to takeout only. But if you are walking the streets, if you're in a store, if you're in any sort of environment like that, um, and by walking the streets, I mean like Court Street. If you're, if you're in your local neighborhood, uh, walking the dog, I think you can probably not wear a mask unless you want to. But if you're going to go up and speak to your neighbor who's also walking a dog, you should be wearing it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and there are fines. And worse if you don't comply or ignore the uh, fines. Got to get serious, folks. Okay, now, we we told you that um, they're testing all the Ohio University athletes. And... Um, they never said football, but we understood that in the first day they did tests. They did, I think, 125 tests, and eight came back positive. We are of the opinion that that was football. But they've been testing daily since, in not just football, but other sp- fall sports as well as well as winter sports, who would start practices soon. So we heard this terrible story a couple days ago that everybody on the volleyball team tested positive. Well, we, we've heard another rumor, and it's not quite that bad. But it's still bad. And that is that uh, eight? Seven. Nine, seven, yes. seven of the volleyball players the gals, uh, did test positive. And so they've had to suspend operations until things get cleaned up. And have quarantined for two weeks. I think they're in week number two now. Okay. So as we learn of things, whether it be official or unofficial but reliable we'll share them with you we're not trying to scare anyone we're we're out here to try to say folks if we handle this well we'll make it through it and I think uh, athletics they know they have a big job to do and they're working hard at it what's another story that grabs your ear scott well you know speaking of athletics on on the business side of that which i was involved in for many years in Mm -hmm. athletics uh 
you know, the, the, this testing, which, you know, it has to be done in order for these sports to continue on, it is going to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars for every school to do this, every athletic department to do this. Now, some athletic departments are going to be able to handle it and absorb that cost much easier. Now, a smaller school like Ohio University, it's going to impact their budget a lot more than it would, say, an Ohio State University, a Michigan, a Notre Dame, a Big Ten school. Let's go the other direction. What about the College of Worcester? Exactly. Or Wittenberg. Yes. Or, you know, the the D3 schools. Sure. uh, Or D2s. I Mm -hmm. mean... Um, it doesn't matter. Everybody has. Well, what's a test cost? Well, I I've never heard. Um, I'm I'm not privy to that information. What what an individual test might be. I can't imagine it being an outrageous fee. I'm same. I'm with you on that. Yes. However, when you have you know, uh, up to a thousand student athletes. You know, it, it, if they do the periodic testing, which they're going to have to, you know, that's that's going to put a pretty good dent in a budget. So it ain't going to be cheap is what, what I'm trying to say here. But in, anyway, it has to be done. Um, and along with that, with college athletics, uh, whether or not there are going to be fall sports, we, we're hearing now that the SEC has pushed back a few weeks of their fall sports including football. Uh, so when when a, a league like that does what's considered a Power 5 conference, does it, again, as I mentioned last week, with Gene Smith's comments, Gene Smith being the Ohio State athletic director, saying that he is less optimistic each day that college football is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the SEC does it, you know, that adds a little more credibility to what Director Smith has said because, as I mentioned, I'm sure he knows more than what he is publicly saying. That it, indeed, if they're willing to uh, to do that, to say, you know, we may not have sports, it's going to cost, you know, schools millions of dollars in, in for instance, football revenue. Um, and again, uh, we're hearing the Patriot League has canceled fall sports. Uh, so anyway, they're they're doing away with that. And Lou Holtz. Gave an interview yesterday. Many of you know who Lou Holtz is. He's a legendary coach. He does not expect there to be a college football season whatsoever at all because of this. Well. Boy, the lyrics are appropriate. Service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. 
This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Coronavirus numbers are going from bad to worse across the country. Florida is among three states that have set new records for single-day deaths. Many parents are worried about plans for the new school year, including Amanda Cosina in Orange County. If they don't make their decision, if they don't take care of the people in these schools, uh, the county is really going to have blood on their hands. And so many people are going to be sick and dying from something that I do feel like is avoidable. I'm Peter King in Orlando. In his words, the reopening plan was great. If all went well, but Miami Mayor Francis Suarez says he's concerned that his city will have to shut it down again to stop the surge. If things do not improve quickly uh, over the next week or two, um, I think we're going to be under significant amount of pressure to do something like that. About a third of Miami's Jackson Memorial Hospital patients have COVID-19. President Carlos Magoya says that number has been pretty consistent. And we're comfortable that the next several weeks we can continue to do this, but we can't do this forever. And Wall Street's pumped over optimistic news about a vaccine. Business analyst Jill Schlesinger. Stocks jumped by almost 2% after the opening bell as investors cheered strong earnings from Goldman Sachs and positive results on a potential vaccine for the virus. The Dow up 318 right now. Moderna says it'll begin the final phase of testing on a vaccine in the U.S. this month. CBS's Dr. David Agus on phase one results. Very good antibody responses and some T-cell responses. So they're mimicking what happens when you have the virus with a little bit stronger antibody responses. So it's about as good as we can hope for from a phase one clinical trial. CDC Director Robert Redfield says the